live and we're live all right everybody welcome to i think this is the 32nd uh episode of the crypto mining tools podcast i'm your host scott offered and we have our co-host ethan zirka hey everybody don't and, worry uh, it'll grow back someday yeah you I might recognize him today if you're watching on video. Uh, <laughs> took me by surprise when I when he first hopped on. But yeah, anyway, uh, today we're here with Charlie uh, Spears yes, and Charlie. Christian. I can't remember Christian. his last name. Christian Crowder. All right, awesome. I'm glad to have you guys here today, and uh, we're going to be talking about a few different things: um, oil and gas, Bitcoin, GPU, ASIC, right? Mm -hmm. All that awesome stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah, and actually, uh, I, I met Charlie uh, online. I don't know a few months ago. He was talking. I don't know. He had this bit Bitcoin, <laughs> gas, and oil. I, I don't know something having to do with a podcast. And uh, <laughs> yeah. like, this guy seems to know some stuff, uh, and, and he seems to be into crypto. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if he wants to come on my podcast. And I finally convinced <laughs> you to come on to my podcast. <laughs> Well, it's good to be here, Scott. Thank you. And don't worry, Ethan, I have enough hair for both of us. I've, quarantine's been good to me and right. not to my barber. Yeah. Take right. off your hat. One, oh, one I don't do, I don't know if I want to. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. It's super oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Take a shower. I'm a band, too. I'm a drummer, so I, I, have to look, I have to look somewhat, you know, in the scene, too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got a headbang, and it's got to go flying. Yep. Before. So, uh, well... We know that you guys are into this thing a little bit, and why don't we just, you know, start by you, you telling us a little bit about what you guys do, you know, what your day jobs might be, and and what your some of your projects that you're into, um, and and then we'll kind of just go from there. All right, you want me, you want me to start? All right, yeah. Uh, so I started uh, in cryptocurrency mining. I would say 2017. Uh, just had a other business that had some hardware built it up and uh, eventually grew it into what is now Colossus Processing, which is, uh, to my knowledge, one of the larger data centers of its type of uh, GPU in the GPU mining world. Uh, so we host uh, some thousand GPUs. And uh, I transitioned that business, uh, you know, as the GPUs profitably, you know, the booming kind of dropped off. Uh, I transitioned it more to the render farming world. So working with animation workloads, uh, and partnered with a pretty awesome company in the space, uh, Render or um, Otoy, who they have a project called Render Token, which is blockchain distributed render farming. And so we're uh, pretty key partners there uh, with them. Uh, so that's a really exciting implementation. I feel like a utility token uh, for cryptocurrency, really getting the best out of just this high, high availability of GPUs. Um, from there, worked more and more. Oh yes, on the uh, on the folding at home project. Yeah, right? yeah. We, yeah, we can talk about that down the road. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, basically, anything and everything that we can put a data center to work towards, uh, I've had my foot in. As uh, as I we continued, kind of realized we needed more and more uh, software solutions to really maximize the efficiency. Uh, and so I developed and am working on a project called Optimines. It's actually running up here in the background. But yeah, pretty much when you're dealing with thousands of GPUs, you just have to uh, have a way to look out for everything. So I've been doing that as well. <laughs> so and uh, most recently been partnering and working with Charlie. And I'll, I'll let Charlie talk more about that. 
right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I'm a longtime Tulsan here. I'm out of broadcasting out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, in the northeast little corner of the panhandle looking state, Oklahoma. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I had it in my head that I wanted to be a petroleum engineer back in 2008. So I studied, I started studying petroleum engineering at the University of Tulsa. Great school for that. Found out that that wasn't my thing. So I fled to the business school <laughs> and thought I was going to go into news broadcasting. I, I spent some time working for the local national public radio affiliate. Um, but towards the end of my college career, I, um, real, I was doing a project for a business, a small consulting business that my family runs. And I realized the scope of this was a thousandfold, 10,000 fold. And that led to the creation of Oilfield Logics, which is a um, oil and gas data mining business. I collect data about how wells are drilled in North America. Yeah. And okay. um, so the kind of the bread and butter is a database that uh, I maintain and a partnership with the family business to produce a series of market reports that describe various aspects of the oil and gas of the drilling and completions business. So um, through, you know, alongside that over the past eight years, I discovered Bitcoin and become became kind of fascinated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never really dipped my toe into the mining side. I was more in the just uh, this is such a cool concept. I this is a great way to make dollars, which then trans transitioned into well, I actually just want to own Bitcoin directly. Mm-hmm. So um, about a year ago, looking at the macro environment for the domestic natural gas market and seeing the transition from in the Bitcoin mining space to uh, prioritizing reducing operating cost, mm-hmm. dirt cheap power, I saw that this was just a marriage. It was a match made in heaven. And only one party really saw the opportunity, and that was the the Bitcoin mining and or ASIC mining world. Sure, because they need they need the power. Yeah, they and need the power, power. Guys, like we don't care about these machines. What do they do? You exactly. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it, I said, you know, like we use we use space age technology to drill wells, but as far as talking or describing how we drill wells, that's still in the 1970s. This is an industry that runs off the Rolodex still. Hmm. Like, um you kind of got to know a guy who knows a guy to get anything done in that business. I've noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I can talk more about how you got, how that works and and Mm -hmm. why we have an oil and gas guy on the team. Who's not me. We knew somebody who's much more knowledgeable than I am, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I just said, okay, I'm just, I got to get into this. This is a perfect, I'm perfectly positioned to kick this can to the road make it happen. So I bought some ASICs. So my first ASICs were from Scott um through one of his channels. So, so are mine <laughs> yeah yeah i think a lot of people's are <laughs> and through that that as i was trying to find a place to put them uh that led me to christian who i guess we've kind of been mutual friends for a long i forget i, I don't yeah know. how did you guys come to meet so so actually a buddy of mine i went to high school with who who's also you know part of our team uh, nathan means uh, he actually introduced me to Charlie, uh, you know, back, I guess this would be about a year ago. Uh, and so, yeah, from there, you know, we just kind of kept talking and talking and, 
you know, at first I, I was I was pretty skeptical. Like the whole gas flare idea was something like I just never considered. I was really heavy, heavily researching and leaning towards uh, just some renewable energy options. But, you know, it, it looked pretty tight and, you know, going that route uh, when, when you looked at it and it, it posed a lot of difficulties. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the more, you know, we kind of discussed and worked on this uh, natural gas uh, and sort of as I realized, we have this incredible event. I mean, you have this historic you know, falling out of the oil and gas industry like we've just never seen. Right. Yeah. And uh, you also have the Bitcoin having events occurring. You just see this tremendous opportunity emerging uh, from the resulting sell offs of both industries. So it's it's really a it's really a uh, fascinating time and a fascinating uh, thing to witness and and act on uh, is just bringing these two industries that are relatively in the dumps and uh, they they can really do something special together. Yeah, it, it was a good idea to mine off natural gas before this whole uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know double black swan event, if you want to say. But now it's even better. We are literally at I mean the the trough of these, these two cyclical industries, it, the, the harmonization is incredible here. So um, I'm actually kind of glad that I wasn't able to get um, team and capital committed towards this venture until recently, because now uh, it's, it's, it's really just uh, it, the stars have aligned. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's it's interesting to hear Charlie say, you know, in the oil and gas field, you really have to know a guy that knows a guy, mm-hmm. and and then Christian to say, you know, well, he was a little skeptical as well. So so we got you know both industries, the the crypto and and the oil, kind of both very uh, weary of each other. Yeah, not two not more so. like foreign industries to each yeah. other. Yeah, and I think it's sort of a it it, it probably us having, you know, the ultimate, you know, realization and understanding between each other's industries is you know, partly due to the fact that, yeah, I'm in Oklahoma. If, you know, if you live in Oklahoma or Texas, every other person, you know, is yeah. in some way tangentially involved in the oil and gas business. <laughs> yeah, Tulsa so, the, yeah. Tulsa is the former oil capital of the world. I mean, the first half of last century was defined by Tulsa literally at the center of the global oil production uh, industry. One of the things that I found out that that was very fascinating about the oil and gas industry is that this flare gas uh, is a natural side effect of you know drilling, and they have to do something with it. And many times it's just not economically viable to build a pipeline and ship it off. It's not economically viable to take the generators, the turbines that run off of it, um, and build transmission lines out. Um, to a transmission station or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so what they end up doing is they end up paying incredible fines to the EPA. I mean, in, enormous sums of money and just just burning it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that our industry, um, crypto mining, is a, a perfect solution because we can we can put these miners into a shipping container, we can take them to very remote places, and we can literally turn that waste into wealth. Mm-hmm. And I find that fascinating. Yeah. You make the environmentalists happy because you're reducing emissions, and you make the hardcore capitalists happy because you're making money off of a waste, <laughs> a wasted uh, revenue source. And and what other you know implementation can you think of that's this scalable 
that is this geographically agnostic where if you have an internet connection, which, you know, we have satellites, so you have an yeah. internet connection that is that is adequate for what we're doing. Uh, you, you know, it, it's such a brilliant fit. Uh, so we're, we're so tremendously excited to be involved in it. Yeah, one thing I don't, I haven't heard yet spoken about much on, on any podcast or anything is why we find ourselves at this point. So Ethan, you mentioned that um, you know, whenever you drill a well, there's associated gas that's produced mm -hmm. and we've been drilling wells for oil right now, but that actually hasn't always been the case. Actually for the majority of last, the last half of last century, we were drilling gas wells. Mm -hmm. I mean, up until about the mid 2000s, we were drilling wells for gas and huh. the oil was kind of a byproduct. Now we are drilling wells for oil and that's really because of the, the advent of hydraulic fracturing and horizontal drilling which unlocked um, the defining uh, domestic resource of U.S. shale. So mm. now we've been drilling all these giant wells in, 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 in shale uh, plays, and we've been drilling that for oil. And because of that, we have had the natural gas market collapse because there's just been this oversupply of gas. Mm. And there's really not, there's really not a, it really doesn't look optimistic for the time being. Um, yeah, we might see natural gas spike to like $6 for a time, but I mean, it's really going to be in the dumps just as far as we can project. Mm -hmm. So um, now that we have associated gas, that's gas that's associated with the drilling process for oil. Um, there's just tons of it. And then also there's a bunch of types of wells. Like there's a bunch of old wells in Oklahoma that, you know, mm -hmm. they've been producing for decades and and it's not just like the EPA requiring flaring. It, it could be like a little small guy in, you know, nowhere, Oklahoma or Kansas, who just is just can't sell their oil or their gas for a good price because the, the like a pipeline company owns all the infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of at the mercy of, of deals or, or yeah, just to get it there. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So and, and we can come in and say, hey, look, we can buy your gas from you for a better deal than you can sell it. Yeah, and we, we can it, bring we can, in this mini turbine, and and we can just start pumping out Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, we need no infrastructure. We can have it on site in two weeks if you want. That kind of thing. So, so, so when when you're uh, proposing these things, uh, are are you really pitching it as as a way for them to get into Bitcoin, or or is it like you, you kind of keep that Bitcoin thing to yourself and you just sit, you kind of show yourself as more as a solution? <clears throat> Well, uh, I've had yeah. quite a bit of experience. I, I'm I'm here in Houston or in Austin yeah. on business, and I've been having like just this morning, you know, discussions with uh, well owners, and you know, it is something that I, you know, I, I've probably had these discussions with twenty or so of these well owners, and so it's always sort of a play it by ear scenario. Uh, you know, for most people. They are uninterested in, uh, you know, it, like if someone came up to me and said, you, you want to get in the grocery store business. It's a great business. You make lots of money. It's like, I don't, I'm just not, yeah. I don't care about the uh, <laughs> grocery store business personally. Uh, but with some guys like recently, you know, found an individual, he, he's hearing about this and he's like, I went in on the, the business side and, you know, we'd be very blunt with them and say, you know, what are your priorities? You know, cash on the table or are you interested in this industry? Are you wanting to work on a partnership? And, uh, you know, so we're, we're finding more and more people uh, as they as they catch on 
uh, wanting to really get into the business side of the Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, because I I, uh, I was just talking to somebody the other day, um, and they they were in the oil and gas industry, and they seemed to indicate that they had a significant amount of capital that they could put into something like this. Uh, and actually, they they were looking at buying uh, like a whole container full of of brand new S nineteens. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we're like, well, yes. that's, that's great, you know. But hey, it, if this is your your very first project and you're trying to dip your toe into this and, and learn learn from it, you know, there there's maybe some better ways to get into it. Like like uh, Charlie, like, I'm, I'm sure like like you, you know, you bought uh, some of the older models. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, uh, when I broke them or when I overheated them or I didn't hook them up right, it'd be a low cost failure. Right. Um, But yeah, yeah. So from what I understand, there's there's definitely a lot of potential capital to be invested. But uh, Christian, like you said, you know, it really depends on where they're at with their company or, or really what their desires are. And everyone's situation is so different. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it is a it is a very very heavily negotiated process. Uh, I'm learning very much. You know, uh, that, that the oil and gas business they play all their cards very close to their chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a reason it's a good old boy system, and you know, some people, you know, it, it's just who knows who. It's this very much built on trust that is built over years. I'm, you know, we're dealing with well owners who they're not used to really stepping out of the comfort zone, but due to this sort of desperate situation they're finding themselves in, they're more willing to make a deal. I would say that alone is contributing more to this cooperation being more of a possibility because that, you know, people are just, you know, when they're hurting, they're just much more willing to look uh, for alternatives. Uh, yeah. If everything's smooth sailing, you're not really looking around testing new things. So um, it's uh, it's really something you have to play by ear. Uh, every gas well you know owner I talk to has a different situation. They have different relationships they're committed to. They have different prices that are you know beneficial to them. So yeah, it's uh, it is definitely a dynamic situation. <laughs> yeah, and the oil and gas industry is not risk averse. I mean, they are one of the riskiest, uh, most sure uh, like uh, sure. They, they, they market really changes, do. regulation changes, oh, yeah. all kind, you know, They'll all kinds of things. Of capital for exploratory wells, right? <laughs> the thing is, they they don't want to deal with something they're not familiar with. And if you want to talk about the riskiest, most knee-jerking, you know, word out there, it's it's Bitcoin and cryptocurrency because you, I mean, they. Write, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, they they throw up a lot of barriers. So you know, I think early on it's going to be. A, a very uh, tact. You got to be tactful. You got to tread this tightrope of language, and maybe not, mm-hmm. maybe not lead with Bitcoin because yeah. I learned. I want to buy yeah. your gas and make electricity, but I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do with that electricity. <laughs> or you say, <laughs> "Yeah, hear me out. I can buy your gas for more than you can sell it for. Uh, you can make more money partnering with me. That kind of yeah. thing. You can say distributed data center, gas, you know, monetization." I tr- I've been trying the term digital pipeline because I think that's just, that's just the coolest term ever. Yeah, right. That rings very well yet. But once yeah. people see this demonstrated, and there's a handful of companies out there, only really just a handful here in North America. There's a handful of companies out there who are doing this. And once some of it's demonstrated and the word on the street gets out, I think it's going to go like wildfire. Be, yeah, be more upfront. Say we're mining Bitcoin. Uh, let's talk about how we develop that partnership. 
and again, yeah, you can, yeah, digital Python. Uh, I I think that's one of the coolest terms. Um, so yeah, we have a we have an oil and gas guy on the team, a guy who actually drills wells, works mm-hmm. for a major producer here located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You got to have someone who knows the business, someone who knows the specific contract law, specific regulations, because every state's different. And all these, I know a lot of the, I've heard other companies who are doing that, who are doing this Bitcoin mining at the well site thing. And they all talk about, well, it's a simple concept, but, you know, there's all these nuances of how you actually set it up. And maybe the pipeline has an acreage position, which means that like, okay, the gas is the perfect situation. You have the perfect relationship with the producer, but like the pipeline might actually own all the land. And if you're Mm -hmm. undercutting them in a deal, they don't like that and they can, called dibs on your stuff and interesting there's a million situations all nuanced in their own specific way so you need someone who really knows the area and Mm -hmm. knows um the right people you know to to get things done it really is something that i did i did not give uh oil and gas like as an industry the credit for uh, just how complex it was going to be i've been receiving a tremendous education over the past several months and uh, it, it's it's been really fascinating, really making me appreciate the industry as a whole. But uh, yeah, one thing about it, yeah, just the political climate around it, the regulatory climate, mm-hmm. uh, the local laws, the contractual agreements between uh, you know the individuals, uh, contractual agreements on the equipment, sourcing the equipment. I mean, this was something I initially in my mind was, oh, there's gas coming out of a pipe in the ground and we burn it and we make money. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's right. that simple. It's just easy. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what could go wrong? Uh, turns out a hundred years worth of precedent, you know, <laughs> there's a reason that uh, it's just, it's difficult. Yeah. yeah you know, and, and I know there's, there's other things like, you know, when, when you're starting to involve crypto mining into that, uh, you know, you might not even actually be able to get onto the land because you need to be certified in, you know, you have to have like OSHA, you know, you have yeah. to have a hard hat. Um, it, so it's not just as easy, like you said, as just, you know, whatever, maybe putting a container there and plug it, plugging it in and, and saying, okay, let's start mining Bitcoin. Crypto miners come from a world of, of the wild west of regulatory body where there is none. Uh, and we, you know, we, we sort of, love that privilege you know that comes with the internet of it largely just kind of you doing your own thing and so entering this world where you really have to conform and you know the oversight before you can make or break your business uh is something that you have to adjust to absolutely um yeah so, scott let's yeah i was just gonna say let's take a moment to uh to take a look at uh crypto mining tools and uh, after we look over that, then Christian, I, I want to hear all about now, is it a firmware or is it just a, a, a way to control um, your, your mining operation? It's not a firmware. Uh, it is purely a way to like uh, give yourself a single pane view. And I guess I can sort of show it right here. Uh, well, not, not yet. First, I want to go into our, our <laughs> crypto mining tools. Um, <laughs> And, yeah, and then after and after then, we then do we'll a, talk, an overview, um, we'll go straight into that. And then, um, and then I want to know about uh, Charlie uh, your your podcast. So we'll talk a little bit about that after too. Yeah, sure. All right, go ahead. Um, so yeah, you know our our industry is constantly evolving and it's constantly changing. And Scott and I both recognized this very early on, 
And we wanted to kind of become the industry resource where everybody can come and they can become educated and learn, you know, about crypto mining. And we have an awesome calculator that we've create, created um, for our viewers. And uh, I wanted to bring out some features just uh, real quick. If you can open up that panel, Scott, I wanted to show everybody that we have a basic and we have an advanced calculation. And one of the things that makes our advanced calculation more, I guess you would say, useful than other calculators is um, not only can we factor in, you know, price change, difficulty, but we can also factor in things like uptime. It's all those little tiny details that other calculators don't factor in. And from popular requests, we actually have a quantity value, too. So you may have noticed in other um, calculators, you would just have to multiply the terahash of one miner and, and then, you know, kind of figure out what your calculations were there. Well, you, with ours, you can put in directly, um, you know, an uptime or exactly how many miners you want to calculate the total amount to get that total value. We're constantly updating our list of miners and the specs on those miners. So everything stays as accurate and as up to date as possible. Um, and then from there, you know, once you found a miner that, that you think uh, is, you know, a, a good value or something that you want to mine with or bring into your farm, you can go to our comparison app and you can compare it to the other miners out there in the market. And you can compare many values, not just its performance, not just its efficiency, but what about cost? You know, that capital expense is, is a big factor in getting your return on investment. And you can compare it with our comparison app. And then after that, after you've affirmed everything, you can go to our shop app. And with mm -hmm. our shop app, you can literally shop in the marketplace. Only um, sellers that are, are vetted through Scott and myself and go through our verification, know your customer um, and know your seller process can list on this site. So you don't have to worry about, you know, hey, going into some shady chat room and saying, I want to buy this. And somebody says, yeah, I've got a, you know, and I've got a great price or whatever. You know, at the very least, you can go here and you can confirm market price. You can make sure that you know the price you're being offered in the, in the chat room is it realistic? Is it above market? Is it below market? You know, it's a it's a great resource to safely make your purchase. And then finally, you know, and and this is how you and Charlie met, Christian. You can then shop around for hosting. You can shop around for a company that will host your gear for you. You know, let's say you want to get in this industry. But you don't want to put in all that crazy capital expense or anything like that. You just want to pour in your capital into these miners and then get them to a facility where they're mining. Here you can go through and it's it's very interactive. It's really cool. It's a map system. You can go through the map. You can search by location. You can search by you know what your power rates that you want it to be. And there's several different power options too. So it's not just simple managed hosting. You can go into co-location or you can go into straight up power purchase agreements. And that's where I hope you know someone like Charlie and other people like Charlie in the industry will really connect with me and Scott in the future because we can list your power that you can sell on our system. It's it's ready to go. And you know when when we have somebody who comes in who's searching for that power, they can then easily find you. It doesn't have to be you know you have to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody anymore. Um, and and that's it. That's our system so far. We're constantly evolving it. We're constantly improving it like to um you know just keep coming back and, and check up on it you're going to see a lot of new improvements continually happen over the next couple of months yeah 
that's been fantastically impressive. I mean, I love like all the features and the additional little inputs that nobody really thinks about or considers, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things that are real things. And guess what? 100% uptime doesn't exist. It's not a thing. Uh, you know, so you no know, one ever factors that in, or is you know, particularly you know, your reduced earnings over time, mm-hmm. all kinds. That that looks really tricky. And I really love uh, that option for you to you know have a map view when you're looking around to uh, figure out okay where exactly are these facilities and you know yeah. that I'm sort of, uh, it, it, that is such an important thing to really ground people to like the reality of where this equipment is. So brought a great job putting that to the site together. It looks great. Yeah, my first, uh, my first, the first calculator that I actually ever trusted online was Crypto Miner Tools. So uh, that That's really awesome. led me into a lot of the the uh, Scott Offords suite of stuff that you're involved. In. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. So Charlie, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your your podcast? Because that's you know that's kind of where I heard about you first. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I mentioned that uh, my family has a small uh, oil and gas consulting business, mm-hmm. um, 60-year-old company started by my grandfather. Now my dad and my uncle operate it. You can see them there. Yeah, and, the drill down. I love that. Yeah, I don't work for Spears and Associates, but I do I do help guide them. I, I call it dragging the firm, kicking and screaming into the 21st mm-hmm. century. So, okay. You know, uh the thing we've really been able to do and have success with is this podcast, which is really just a way to export Richard and John's already wonderful personalities beyond that of a conference room. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just the short 10, 15 minute episodes topical about stuff in the oil and gas industry, generally the upstream drilling side, some of the global macro environment stuff. But yeah, you can see like we did a whole series on ESG that's environmental safety and government. Um, which is a going to be a defining narrative in the oil and gas industry going forward, and ties pretty well into the whole mining with uh, mining off well gas thing. But um, we've done that, and that's been pretty successful. Um, uh, yeah, so there's some videos associated with that, and um, that's a nice again, you know, that those a lot of the information and data in those mm-hmm. in that podcast is is. Uh, comes from the series of reports that Spears sells, and then some of that is a partnership between me and Spears. So, awesome! Yeah, that, that, is, I mean, that, that is really cool. That's that's great so far. All right, Christian, I'm ready. Let, let's hear about your your mine uh, farm management. Oh, okay, well, uh, you know, Opmine's kind of uh, my little brainchild that. Uh, birthed out of necessity just because, in my opinion, there's many, many different competitors and a lot of them do things well, but none of them seem to do all the things well. Uh, you know, they'll all have one sort of unique little feature I like. And so uh, I'm pretty much just grabbing, pulling together everything that I know really matters. The uh, best of the best. Years. Right. Uh, you know, I get the impression sometimes looking at these softwares that they were made by somebody who, you know, was very passionate and, you know, worked on uh, crypto mining is involved in the industry, but they didn't have uh, day-to-day experience actually managing like hundreds and thousands of rigs. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they were you just know, doing it for that one machine they were trying to, you know, tune. And without having that, that day-to-day sort of uh, 
experience and without really feeling those pain points and, and knowing like where you really get frustrated in the process, uh, it can be difficult to know what features you really need to prioritize and what what uh, is going to make a mine more profitable. So, you know, first thing right off the bat was uh, making sure it was a dev fee type fee, kind of like you already have with a lot of the solving uh, mm -hmm. software in uh, the GPU mining world. Uh, they all charge on a dev fee basis, which is a perfect model. Can, can you give our audience a, a little bit of an idea of what, what the dev fee can be? Just a ballpark. It doesn't have to be specific. Uh, we're just planning to charge like for every hour the software runs, it runs 60 seconds for us. So that works out to around 1% to 2%. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So right, yeah. purely a time thing, uh, that makes the most sense to implement. Uh, if you, you attempt to implement it in other ways, it can get... Uh, very technical and require a lot of involvement with the developer of the solvers, uh, which uh, it, that could, that can be difficult to manage sometimes. So yeah, we just charge purely as a, a, a percentage of time of your overall mm -hmm. operating, with a guarantee that and we establish a baseline of mm -hmm. your farm's uh, profitability, and we can guarantee an increase in hash hash what we will charge. So if it so doesn't if it doesn't it, make it, it doesn't cost anything. Absolutely, that is really awesome. Absolutely, and that is a pretty easy entity for me to make because the the industry right now is just rife with inefficiencies. I mean, it's it's pretty standard, I would say, for me to be able to squeeze out an extra twenty percent of efficiency uh, out of a lot of farms. And, they're, and, they're and these are air cooled miners. These are not liquid cooled yeah. or immersion. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it has to do with the profit switching uh, algorithms that are set up. A lot of them, like, there are uh, mining solutions that have profit switching in place, but they're not really reactive enough. A lot of times, they require the miner uh, operator to have wallets set up. So if you know you wanted to take part, or let, let, let's let's be more specific, it's Raven proof of work. Uh, algorithm that was updated uh, to the uh, they required the miners to be updated and if they weren't you would not be mining well we can just sort of predict and manage all these things in the background you it's a pretty much totally hands-off experience for our users they're just going to have the confidence that with our software installed on their machine you'll always be mining on the most profitable currency and your GPU is always going to be tuned optimally for whatever algorithm it's running you know between different outcomes, uh, GPUs are stressed in different ways, and an overclocking profile for a ETH hash algorithm could, may crash when you switch that GPU to, uh, you know, a Monero algorithm. So we uh, we sort of just draw from our vast experience in this area and uh, designed a really really cool feature set to uh, address the issues. That is awesome. That is really cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to wrap up our, our, our podcast. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything to add, Scott? No. Uh, so I'll just put this on the screen here. Uh, Charlie on Telegram, you are CB Spears. I, I believe. And so yeah, I just, I just copy paste that. So CB yeah. Spears, Charlie, you <laughs> got on Telegram. Yep. And then uh, let's see for you, Christian. I, I don't know if you have an actual handle on Telegram, but are, what, what are you on Twitter? Uh, on Twitter, on Twitter, it's just Colossus Process. You know, just type e. Let's see here. Let's see. 
Okay, and it looks like maybe he's he's frozen there a little bit. Christian's yeah. in Austin wheeling and dealing for us. He's broadcasting out of a hotel. So, <laughs> yeah, hotel uh, internet is right. uh, yeah. famously yeah. not very good. <laughs> but uh, the, the best place uh, to, to reach me is just my email, Christian at ColossusProcessing.com. Awesome. All right. Okay. Well, hey, guys, it was great to have you on. Um, talk a little bit about Bitcoin mining and oil and gas. Yeah, I uh, learned a lot. I really yeah. did. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Well, I really like your podcast. Um, you know, when we have uh, more uh, specific information about exactly what our proof of concept looks like, we'd love to talk about that. Absolutely. Um, so look for really us. Really impressed with you. Really, uh, really cool uh, to see that off. I'm uh, definitely going to have to experiment around with it some more. I'll be a lot in the future. Absolutely. All right, man. See you guys. Take Adios. care. Bye. Bye. Bye.